0: in the AM Monday morning broadcast. Welcome everybody to the Alham Siegel Network and thanks for joining us. It's an early Monday morning here on uh on the East Coast of the United States, here in the New York, New Jersey area and I thank all of you for tuning in. We have been focused uh, certainly over the last few days and over the last few shows about what's happening in Israel. And that's uh, no this that's not going to change in any way drastically. Um, over the next couple of days, we have some special guests who are going to be joining us in the Holy Land this morning. We are, um, I haven't spoken to you since, uh, Friday, although that's not true. Yesterday I had the, uh, the honor of being a guest on mattis 's show, JM Sunday, and I commend him and I thank him for gathering everybody together, all the listeners and, uh, feeling the collective pain that's going on emanating from Israel and being felt around the world by all Jews all Zionists, all Israel lovers. Uh, But we haven't spoken at length about what's happening in Israel since uh, Friday, since the day of rage was called for. I hope everybody survived that. Um, And again, kudos to all the local police departments. Uh, As we always know, when a police department in this country is prepared uh, the the situation will be completely under control. It's unfortunately when uh, when law enforcement is unprepared and is caught by surprise, where it becomes a major issue. But here in this country, one of the things we can count on, which is something that most uh, Jews in history were not able to count on, count on, is that our law enforcement officials, our public safety personnel, will do everything in their power to co- to um, to protect our communities our synagogues, our uh, commercial space and residential areas. And that can't be um, overlooked. It's something that uh, must be acknowledged. And I call on all rabbis and all community leaders and all citizens who are feeling this uh, extra love from public safety officials here in the United States with um, cop cars parked outside of Shul's, with extra patrols. Some, uh, there was a city that uh, someone from a city um, in the Midwest contacted me and said that uh, there were three or four police officers on every block of the Jewish neighborhood on Friday. So that has to be acknowledged. We must thank everybody for that. Uh, the level of hatred for Jews worldwide is, is, is unfathomable, and it's incredible to watch. Uh, it is amazing to see how many people are supporting the actions of Hamas, um, how many people, including some who uh, marched in Times Square in the center of New York City on Friday, are denying that any of these atrocities ever took place on Atzeres in Israel, Some accusing Israel and the Jews of making it all up. And then you have a um, and then you have people, good people who are um, who are siding or who who are sympathetic at the minimum. Uh, toward the fact that Israel was uh, attacked in this vicious and brutal way, barbaric way, last Shabbos, um, and two Shabbatot ago. And they understand it. They understand that uh, one must stand by uh, good versus evil. One must stand by right uh, versus misplaced might. So this Brazilian fighter, I think his name is Michael... Pereira, Um, apparently he won a UFC match and uh, pulled out an Israeli flag and held it high (laughs) after winning the match. And there have been so many displays, Um, especially on the sports fields. There have been a lot of displays on behalf of Israel and people showing support. For the cause. There's a rumor, by the way, that President Biden might actually visit Israel, which would be a very, very interesting move. I hope that that's a I hope it's a smart move by the prime minister to invite him now. But there's a rumor he may actually go. And the other terrible, terrible piece of news is that the number of hostages, at least according to what I saw uh, in this one news source from Fox News, which I'm hoping is reliable. I mean, I don't hope it's reliable in, in terms of what they're reporting, but I just hope I'm giving accurate information is that the um, hostage t- uh, total is up to 199 And we continue to pray, and I would hope, again, as we gather today in shoals and schools and start the work week again, we, we cannot uh, allow ourselves to forget the hostages that are being held by the enemy at this time. They have to be foremost on our minds. Any public gathering, and there have been some amazing public gatherings, has to make sure to mention... The fact that there are hostages, our brothers and sisters who are being held by the enemy, and God knows what they're going through. So keep that in mind, and um, let's transmit that message to our children and our grandchildren. Ariel Kahana, who of course reports for Israel Hayom, is going to join us in the third hour this morning. Sivan Rahav Meir is scheduled to join us, assuming that she's not pulled away on some other assignment. She'll be with us in the 7 o'clock hour. She's an Orthodox uh, journalist in Israel, um, no doubt has a unique perspective. She's also very familiar, as many of you know, with the American Jewish community, so it should be interesting to hear what she has to say to us about the current war. Uh, We'll check in with our friends that I meet in the 8 o'clock hour. They have a network of schools in Israel that is like none other, and I can only imagine the initiatives that they've undertaken and the um, responsibility they feel for students that number in the, uh, I don't know exactly how many but in the thousands uh, in Israel. So we'll speak with um, someone from Amit meeting the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JMM. Also, Benji Kramer has prepared a unique Meir Milim. At least I believe it's a unique Meir Milim. He's going to be analyzing the Misha He's going to be analyzing the special prayer that we say uh, on behalf of the Israeli soldiers. Uh, that's going to be coming up at nine o'clock Eastern Time here at JMA And by the way, a, a um, ex- excuse me, <laughs> I said Israeli soldiers. <laughs> I'm, I'm already misrepresenting what Rabbi Kramer is doing, right? Benji Kramer at nine o'clock is going to analyze the well-known prayer that we are saying constantly: "Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael." "Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael" is the uh, is the um, a segment our brothers, all, uh, uh, our brothers in the, in the entire house of Israel. kol uh, beit So he'll be analyzing that prayer, which of course is attached to so much of the Tehillim and the Tefillot that we are saying during this week. Um, and he'll, he'll analyze it. He will analyze the prayer and discuss it. That's coming up at 9 o'clock Eastern time. It is not a bad idea for rabbis, school teachers, rabbeim, um, at principals, it is not a bad idea to take a few minutes um, during, uh, during uh, sure time in Shul and during uh, class time in school uh, to explain Achenu Kobeit Israel because that is something that we are saying constantly and it's one that uh, uh, I would hope everybody would understand um, what they are saying as they are saying it. So, again, May Irmi Lim, or Benji Kramer, that's coming up at 9 o'clock with Achenu Kobeti Yisrael. And if anybody out there wants the segment, once it's played, you could certainly just write to Avrami. He'll be more than happy to send it to you via email. And I don't think right Kramer would mind if uh, teachers and rabbis utilize his material uh, to, um, uh, to deliver a short lecture and describe to everybody or explain to everybody what the words are that we're saying every time we say them. Um, there are a lot of interesting initiatives as we've been mentioning. Um, oh, Rob Ramone is supposed to. is scheduled to join us, so he'll be with us today as well. And he is, of course, um, he is, of course, leading an effort that is bringing vital, and I mean vital, equipment to the. Um. um Vital equipment to the uh, Israeli soldiers. I'm talking about life-saving uh, bulletproof vests, talking about uh, night vision goggles, things like that. Uh, so he's leading that effort, and uh, we will get we will have him on Bezrat Hashem in the eight o'clock hour this morning here at JMM. So there's a lot to do and a lot of different initiatives that are really important to keep in mind and to um, and to uh, spread the word about. Here at JM and the AM, and um, in addition, there are some clever initiatives. Um, many of you <laughs> were tuned in on Friday. I, I don't even think this is this is in the category of clever. Just a second here. We're trying to balance a bunch of different things. Um, I don't even know if this is is in the category of clever. I think it's in the category of necessity, frankly. But uh, Friday we spoke to the folks at Grilling for IDF. And uh, we uh, talked about the uh, incredible morale boost and, frankly, the <laughs> the importance of actually feeding real meals to the soldiers, especially those who haven't eaten a real meal in a while. And Grilling for IDF is doing an amazing job. We feature them even when it's not wartime, as you know. And we are uh, very focused on on helping them achieve their goal of feeding as many a soldiers as possibly a delicious meal, um, so we came across this yesterday. I, I want to thank Chef Barei who brought it to my attention. Uh, yeah, we didn't come across it. He sent it to me, and I need to I need to uh, to make this clear. On the twenty third of October, which is a week from tonight. Um. Starting at six p m at the old Westbury Hebrew congregation in old Westbury New York there's going to be a benefit uh for grilling for the i d f and uh, they're going to feature a um a a full barbecue of course bourbon tasting, two handmade premium cigars and two raffle tickets. price of admission is a three hundred and sixty dollar donation a hundred percent of the donation goes to support grilling for i d f and um and if you go to my Facebook page, you can see the tiny URL where you, can, where you can register for the event. So it's a week from tonight. It's out at Old Westbury. It's our friends from Ram Caterers and many of their associates who are sponsoring the whole thing. Uh, the food, the drink, the cigars are all being donated by local sponsors. And Grilling for IDF and the Beneficiaries. I hope you'll consider going. It's an opportunity to give some good money. Uh, give a really nice donation. Get, get a great night out. If you, if, you love, if you love delicious food and you love, um, you know, cigars, bourbon, etc., it's really a night for you. And it's happening a week from tonight at the Old Westbury Hebrew Congregation. Again, my Facebook page has the information. You can go there and uh, get the info. And that's just one, as I always say, our brothers and sisters are on the front lines literally and what we have to do is, you know, go to events where we drink bourbon and have, you know, delicious meat and, and give $360 or more. That's that's our obligation. So we've got the uh, the easier, I don't want to say the better end, but the easier end of this deal. So let's uh, try to take advantage and, um, and be at this event and all the other events that are going on uh, to benefit Israel and to benefit the uh, soldiers of the IDF. More coming up. It's a Monday morning as we head back to school and back to work here at JM and the A. And We are going to be checking in with one of our local schools this week to see how they're handling things in terms of um, keeping the students informed and also keeping them as uh, calm as possible with the atrocities that they've witnessed, no doubt, via video from Israel. Plus, of course, a lot of our schools in this area, I don't even know how many of you are aware of this, a lot of schools in this area have uh, visiting teachers, men and women, from Israel that spend the entire school year here in the New York, New Jersey area and probably other areas of the country as well. So that's also an important um, thing to keep in mind. We've got a connection in many of the schools to Israel year-round, and those teachers, some of whom have gone back to Israel and some of whom are still here, Provide provide quite a bridge for our young uh, students, for our young children uh, between the, the diaspora and Israel. They really bring Israel much closer to home. And now you can imagine how close to home uh, Israel is getting for a lot of students as they know teachers and others that are uh, that are part of this um, war effort. So we will uh, speak with. Um, representatives of one of the local schools this week here and get that perspective of having israeli teachers in the school what it means during peacetime and what it means during wartime shalom jacob uh, our good friend sent me a clip of the achenu that he performed that he actually um sang perform may not, may not be the right word at a prayer service that was going on in new jersey over this weekend one that was dedicated of course to the people of israel and to the soldiers of the idf here's a recording of that selection on a monday morning broadcast at jm in the am And the It's words that many people have been saying uh, on the heels of, uh, of prayer and Tehillim get-togethers over the last few days. And please, God, that should continue. It's Achenu, of course. And uh, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, Benji Kramer is going to be analyzing the words Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. Um, and I, it's worthwhile not only to tune in, to hear the explanation, but I think it's a good idea for people to utilize what Rabbi Kramer is going to be doing at nine o'clock. Excuse me. Um, I think it's worthwhile for people to utilize what Rabbi Kramer is going to be doing at nine o'clock uh, to um, to educate to educate our uh, congregants and our students about these words that we keep saying over and over. Achenu kol Yisrael. What are these words? What is this paragraph that we continue to recite so often, even during peace times when we're concerned about things that are happening um, in Israel and with the Jewish people in general? And now, especially during wartime, it is a... Uh, it is even more pronounced, obviously, because we're doing it and saying it so often. Uh, that's coming up at 9 o'clock. We call it Meir Lim, and it's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning right here, right after the All right, Benji Kramer will analyze Achenu Kolbate Yisrael. All right, so we, have, uh, we are going to be speaking with uh, Sivan Rahav Meir, scheduled for uh, 7.35 this morning here at JMM. We're going to be speaking with Ariel Kahana from Yisrael Hayom. We're going to be speaking with Rav Rimon. The great rabbi Rosh Hashiva, um, I think we call him Rosh Hashiva, right? A great rabbi of the Alon Shavut community and uh, somebody who l- jumps into action at, 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 when, whenever anything happens to our brothers and sisters uh, who are in a difficult circumstance. But uh, you can imagine during this wartime the way he has uh, jumped into action to help the soldiers and to help the people that are being displaced from the south. And we're going to be speaking with him coming up in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast on this Rosh Chodesh morning. Today is Rosh Chodesh, the second day of Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. It's officially the first day of Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. And I thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM.
1: I'm not sure what
0: Benny Friedman's out with a brand new collection entitled Am Yisrael Chai, and uh, that is the title track, so to speak. We need a little bit of uh, energy, to say the least. Just like the Israeli soldiers, it's amazing watching how many of them are able to take time to celebrate, to celebrate the one above, to celebrate being Jews. Such an important part, it seems, of a service in the IDF, keeping the spirits up and remembering what it is that they're fighting for. So we need the same type of energy. That's Am Yisrael Ochai and that's Benny Friedman and he's got a brand new effort that includes a whole bunch of great songs including Am Yisrael Ochai and Shevat uh, Achim and Hine Matov and Shmai Yisrael and Doshia Samecha, the Mishaberach. We'll try to do some of those later on coming up here at JMD. And before that, it was uh, Shmuel Unger with the Karif Izureinu. I assume it's a new one written in... Uh, uh, with the situation in mind uh, that was Shmuel younger brand new here at JM and the AM it is a a, th- a monday morning broadcast and i thank you all for tuning in my thanks to Matis. it was nice being on the show yesterday in the third o- in the second hour Matis' show goes from 7 to 9 on sunday uh, it was good speaking with Matis and um, and opening up the week by discussing some of the things that were happening in regard to the war in uh, israel uh, so I thank him for that. It's a Rosh Chodesh morning here at J M. on this October the sixteenth, day number one in the month of Mar Cheshvan. It's the second day of Rosh Chodesh, all the traditional editions for Rosh Chodesh today, including Yalaviavo, half halal, special Torah reading, Musaf Barokhinafshi, whatever your custom calls for when it comes to a Rosh Chodesh morning. Keep all of that in mind as we celebrate the very first day of Mar Cheshvan here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast, we will be checking in with uh, a number of people from Israel this morning between now and 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, our Benji Kramer is going to be analyzing the prayer that we say, Achenu Kobeit Yisrael. We say it, we sing it, young and old alike, all around the world, uh, especially in situations like this. It would be a good idea if we understood the words and if we would uh, educate our congregants and our students um in terms of what it is that we are saying he'll do all of that at nine o'clock this morning right after jm and the am and i hope you'll all be tuned in and if not then feel free to be in touch with avrami af at nahumsegel.com i'm sure he'll be more than happy after the uh, segment airs this morning to send along the uh, segment to uh, any rabbi educator anybody who wants it who wants to uh, uh, go ahead and um and deliver a short talk which would explain Achenu uh, Kol Israel Yisrael, again, to congregants and students. J.M. and the A.M. Monday morning broadcast. Lots of very uh, um, interesting, unique, and wonderful initiatives going on uh, in terms of collections that are happening, of course, and in terms of uh, special prayer and uh, Tehillim gatherings. Continue to pay close attention to them. We announce uh, uh, some of them here on J.M. and the A.M., so that it will encourage people to get involved and to go and attend these specific uh, gatherings. And um, we certainly hope that everybody out there will continue to keep the momentum going. Last week was pretty amazing. Let's keep that momentum going in terms of events being planned and events being attended. Um, We'll also be speaking, of course, with people in Israel that are... uh, coordinating efforts to get equipment, essential equipment, we'll do this in the third hour this morning, essential equipment to soldiers in Israel, and are doing so in a, uh, in a united effort, which is pretty incredible, frankly. Uh, so we will uh, have all of that for you coming up here at JM in the AM, and we will encourage everybody in the audience to get involved to support those causes that are uh, dedicated to helping families and soldiers, families that have been displaced, families that have been victims of terror, soldiers that are serving everywhere in Israel, but especially the front lines. Uh, we will continue to encourage people to seek out those causes, some of which, of course, will bring to your attention, and to uh, support them as best as possible. And I've been in touch with uh, a number of community leaders. In fact, yesterday I wrote an email to uh, Mayor Bloomberg thanking him for what he's done, not only his statements, but the incredible financial commitment he's made to the safety and security of Israel through my game David Adom. And uh, I've been writing to as many public officials and as many um, community leaders as possible, thanking them for uh, the financial commitment and for the verbal commitments that they've made to the state of Israel and to the people of Israel. Very important to do that. And I ask everybody to uh, step in and do that whenever possible. Also, our law enforcement officials—the last time we were on the air with JM and of course, was Friday, in advance of the Day of Rage, so to speak. Um, public safety officials, thank God, were prepared uh, for Friday, and they—they, uh, they of course, uh, uh, always come through. But when they're prepared, they really, uh, uh, really come through. <laughs> and if there were, if there were a police. Uh, if there were police vehicles, law enforcement the personnel in front of your synagogue, in your neighborhood, uh, around your schools uh, on Friday and Shabbos, make sure to thank them. Make sure to send over a big thank you uh, to them uh, that they were there and protecting our community, our residential areas, our public buildings, and our people. Please make sure to do that no matter where you are in this country, and let's be thankful that we have a law enforcement uh, system that is in fact sympathetic and kind to our community it's not always been like that in Jewish history that I can guarantee you more coming up it's a Monday morning broadcast with our eyes and ears focused on the Holy Land at jm oh. and the am. JM in the AM. Shlomo Kalbach, a song that really became the theme of the Six Day War, fifty-six years ago. Am Yisrael chai, and boy, now those words have been repeated a lot over the last few days, to, to say the least. Am Yisrael chai, Od Avinu chai. JM in the AM. Good morning. It's a Monday. It's Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. I was reading this story about the... Uh, th- there's so many people that have been dropping everything around the world, especially here in North America, to go to Israel and serve. And apparently the bodyguard to Taylor Swift is one of them, a member of the IDF who's been working as uh, her bodyguard for half a million dollars a year, and is now back in Israel to join his unit to fight Hamas. I... I I you know I always wonder if these stories are true or not. I, I can't imagine you can make this one up, but it's certainly going viral, and uh, people are using that as an example of those who have just dropped everything to to get to Israel. Um, as I said earlier, this is the this is the source of that terrible piece of news. IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari has says that the military has so far notified the families of. 199 hostages that their loved ones are being held in Gaza. 199 hostages. We have to pray for each and every one of them. So far since the start of the war on Shemini Atzeret, 291 soldiers have been killed, mostly on the border with Gaza. Uh, The police have named 54 officers who were killed in the barbaric terror attack. So between soldiers... And officers, we're talking about, um, we're talking about uh, 345 military and uh, police personnel. Wow, the numbers are just staggering. So hard to believe, so hard to believe. By the way, there are, um, there are many schools that have begun, and and synagogues that have begun projects for uh, letter writing campaigns. I am. I can't encourage those enough. Uh, I know there are people delivering letters to the White House. There are people delivering letters to uh, police uh, precincts. Um, Good idea. Good idea, as we we discussed last week, how important it is to use this opportunity to have our children become advocates for Israel. (laughs) It's such an important aspect of growing up as an Israel lover, as a Zionist, as somebody who is um, connected to the Holy Land. It's really important that we become uh, uh, teachers of our children in the area of Israel advocacy. And here's an opportunity to, uh, to write letters and to express ourselves and to feel like we're somewhat involved by participating in this whole act of thanking people. Of I mean, The President of the United States has to be thanked. And our local police officers have to be thanked. Um. In addition to many others, I'm sure we can uh, add to that list. Our soldiers have to be thanked. So that's something to keep in mind. I was sent this yesterday. I, I haven't even really heard it yet, but it's a, uh, a piece by Yehoram Ga'on, Mishaberach. I, I assume, and I believe it's for Tzahal, Mishaberach from Yehoram Ga'on here at JM and the AM. <laughs>
2: Achenu du kolbeit Israel Antonin be Sara und wasch ja Ha und din be bayam U vem bayaba Rio tien un' zara li ovaha U meafela le orava U mi shia bud li geula hastabagala o vezmankari Hum tuni betsara u vashivya Hum di uvein bai bai ya u vem na bai alehe mio cieu Vhaha. Um me afla le ora. O me chi a bugo. Liga Reivru. Ame.
0: J.M. and the A.M. so it's not the Mishaber for Tzahal, it is the Achenu Kobayt Yisrael that we've been talking about all morning long, a prayer, a paragraph that we are saying so often out of necessity, we do say it in general during peacetime and every time we're always saying Achenu Kobeit Yisrael, whether it's during Tefillah on Monday and Thursday, whether it's uh, whenever we say Tehillim and concern uh, um, for our brothers and sisters no matter where they are when it, w- no matter what the occasion might be that we're saying to them very often we're saying Achenu and now of course it's being said so many times uh, Baruch Hashem in so many shuls so many schools so many to, after so many Tfilot so it's uh, a good idea that everybody know what Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael means it's a paragraph that needs some explanation Yehoram Gaon just sang it for us <coughs> he just sang it for us. Rabbi Benji Kramer in his role as um, host of May Ear Me Lim is going to be explaining it today at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Right after and Am is over, one of the most important May Ear Me Lim segments we've had is coming up. And I'm recommending uh, that rabbis and, um, and school teachers pay careful attention at 9 a.m. Eastern time this morning because you're going to want to take this opportunity after Rabbi Kramer explains it to explain it to your congregants and to your students so they know what they're saying. And as I said earlier, once this segment airs, I'm sure that Rabbi Kramer and Avrami will be more than happy to send you the segment. You can contact Avrami at af.nalchomsiegel.com, af.nalchomsiegel.com. If you want to use the segment, again, to educate the, uh, the youth in our community, the school children, the high schoolers, uh, congregants in your synagogue, this is a really good opportunity to have them uh, say it uh, with even greater concentration and greater meaning. So they know what it means. If they know what it means, if they know what they're saying, they're going to say it with greater concentration and with more meaning. That's coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time here at JM&M. Uh In hour number two this morning, we're scheduled to have Sivan Rahav Meir. Uh, In hour number three, Rav Rimon is scheduled to join us. We're also scheduled to be joined by Ariel Kahanda from Israel Hayom. Lots of connection to Israel today. I hope that everybody feels connected out there, uh, no matter where you are in the diaspora, to our brothers and sisters in Israel. If um, things went peacefully, and I would assume that they did, based on the fact that, thank God, there were no news broadcasts of anything that uh, went wrong. If everything went well for our community during the Day of Rage on Friday, don't forget to uh, thank our law enforcement officials. Don't forget to thank those in our precincts. Um, and don't forget to thank the um, President of the United States. There are people who have started letter-writing campaigns uh, centered on, uh, on schools and students. Um, get those letters written. Uh, there are people taking them to Washington. Seriously. Um, I'm sure if you speak to the principals of your schools, they've already been informed about those. Projects and of course the IDF soldiers. Whatever uh, morale boost we can give to our brothers and sisters in the IDF, let's do that. And letter writing or sending messages by video, etc. I'm sure that those um, are are a couple of very effective ways, to say the least. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
1: The <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in> righteous <Hebrew> Crossel save your mind. No, it'scha and nag tishcha, cause tzodiach sarf ve-kodesh, hamak tishim shimcha ba-kodesh. No, it'scha
0: Shall Shellis, the Reconnect album, and Hine uh, excuse me, done by uh, Moshe Lichtenstein here at JM in the AM. Yoram I'm going before that with Achenu um, Kolbeit Israel. Yisrael. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. We're the world of web and on the Alchomsigle Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Of course in the background. We do our news from Israel coming up. Sivan Rahav Meir is scheduled to join us. The Orthodox journalist from Israel who is uh, very familiar with our community. We'll see what she has to say about the American Jewish community's response to all of this coming up at about 7.35 here at JM in the AM. Mm-hmm as Israel continues to be at war and
3: 199 hostages are being held by the enemy. the army is of and also in Ashkelon. The also in ועמדות שיגור של פיצצות מרגמה. בנייתר הושמדה המפקדה של אחד המפקדים בכוח הנוך בה של ארגון טרור חמאס, שחוסה לפני מספר ימים. בנוסף, מטוסי קרב של צהל חיסלו מחבלי חמאס ששאו במתחם צבאי של הארגון. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דרון קדוש. מוקדם יותר דובר צהל, תטלוף דניאל הגרי הודיעה כי עד כה הודכנו משפחות של 199 חטופים, והודעה שישראל מחזיקה במידע על מקומים עצם. התקנו גם את משפחותיהם של 199 חטופים. מתקיים מאמץ בעדיפות עליונה לאומית בסוגיית החטופים. אנחנו עושים מאמץ צהילאי על מנת להבין את המידע המודיעיני ולנסות להבין איכה נמצאים החטופים בעזה, וכמובן כשאנחנו מחזיקים מידע כזה, אנחנו לא נבצע תקיפה. כדי שתשקן את האנשים שלנו. קדבן מומדיני אנירקוזינ מוסר שראש הממשלה נתניהו נואד בשאר צור של ארצות הברית אנטוני بلינקן שצפוי לפגיש במשהו גם עם אנاسي הירצוג. היו נסגרו בודדת אקספימ מתחילת ההמלחמה בפיצויים לאזרחים. ראשירות אשקלון, תומר גלמ, תקע פיצר או אילו תשובות יש לכם לתושבי העיר?
4: איזה תשובות יש לכם לתת לאותם אנשים מצוקים שכותבו להתפלל שינפלה להם טין, אלהם שוב אפשר עוד לחיות לשאר בחיים. הוציאו הודה, שכשלון גברה 100 מיליון שקל לפינויים, לא קיבלו שכן, קיבל ניבט. תכניסו את אשקלון לאוטף, הייתי מעדיף לא לקבל מכם שכן. אני עכשיו כל דבר שתר להאביר, תכר את באדם מזורגגת שתיקח שישה ימים כדי להאביר תקסף.
3: כתבו לנו ני נקלקדיה ישראל פישר מוסיף כי הסר סמוטריץ' שרב להציר על סיוע כלכלי מיידי לפינוי תושבים מהאשקלון. הסר אופיר עקוניס מהליכוד אמר לאמיר איבגי ואמיר בר שלום חיვים ליתמקד באזרע לאזרחים המפונים מקבהש.
2: כל דבר שתרich לעשות, למה נקנו קיישם המפונים ישם נזורים בכל רחוב והארץ. כל דבר שלא כשר. במשימות הלalu תריח להידחקות. ובוודאי יש הרבה מאוד מסכנות, המסכנות הדרושה להיות מוסקות. כאשר אנחנו נוחל לבר ולומר המתרות
5: ושגוע.
3: מה זה גה אביר? טמפרטורות נמוכות מארגיל. אלה החדשות שאריח רועי
6: Thank you سونیم و صاره، و صاری او و شیریا، همین
1: I'm
4: i
0: J.M. and the A.M. with the late, great, amazing Deddy. Hard to believe that he's gone. I want to thank the folks at uh, Mishpacha Magazine and uh, Sandy Eller who wrote the article uh, that appeared this past Friday with all the war coverage, etc., which was really good. Um, they were able to get in a tribute article to Deddy, which was really nice. Um, I was, I was um, cited a couple of times of some of the stories I told on the air. One of the stories was actually Ding's story that they attributed to me, but all right, I don't think I don't think Ding took too much offense to that. Um, but anyway, good job, thank you, Mishpacha Magazine, much appreciated. Uh, before that, the uh, before the Deddy selection, Achenu, the one that we've been talking about, the one that we've been saying, the one that uh, was made popular by A.B. Rottenberg and Nefish and Shia Menlewitz and those of you out there who are saying the words Achenu very often, whether it be during our uh, Tfilot, whether it be uh, after we say Tehillim, after a Tfilot or a Tehillim gathering, whatever the case may be, uh, you need to know what it means. And today at 9 a.m., Rabbi Benji Kramer, during the Meir Me Limb segment, is going to explain the Achenu Kobeit Yisrael paragraph. And as we said, we hope this will encourage rabbis and teachers to tell their congregants and their students what it is that we're saying whenever we say Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael. What is it that we're saying? What are the words uh, that are so meaningful? And why are they so appropriate for a time like this? Uh, So I'll be coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time. And as I said, I'm sure Avrami will be more than happy to share the segment with whoever wants it once it airs. uh, Just be in touch with Avrami, af at nachomsegal.com, af. At By the way, uh, oh, and I have to give a shout-out to some of our sponsors who, of course, we've been neglecting somewhat over the last few days because we've been concentrating on what's happening in Israel. They deserve special shout-outs, to say the least. Uh, Our friend uh, Seth Levitt and his uh, amazing A&H family, and you know how delicious the A&H delicious and incredible meats and salamis are, hot dogs, etc., In fact, uh, I thank the great Aaron Goldman who insisted that A&H Salami again be included in the 7 a.m. Shacharis minion this past Shabbos for Shabbos bracious, Thank you, Aaron. Oh, just delicious A&H Salami. Anyway, A&H has turned their social media platform into a support Israel platform with beautiful messages great photos etc sokalavo to our friends at aH and everybody out there make sure to go to kosherdogs.net. enjoy 10% discount with promo code radio and try H A&H today in addition to their incredible support of Israel they are also a f- delicious and incredible product so a couple of good reasons to support our friends at H A&H. also I don't know if you saw this or not but art scroll has donated thousands thousands of Gemara's Dafyomi additions to the Israeli army so soldiers can stay current with Dafyomi while they're on the front lines. It is such a morale boost, such an amazing gesture. Kudos to our friends at Artscroll. Go to artscroll.com, see what they have to offer. There's a lot of great brand new uh, works, which we'll be getting to just right now. Of course, we're concentrating on what's happening in Israel. Uh, go to artscroll.com. And to use promo code RADIO for your discount and free shipping. Again, artscroll.com, whatever you order, promo code RADIO for your discount and shipping. Today is Rosh Chodesh morning. Again, today is Rosh Chodesh morning. Jam and Am Rosh Chodesh Maracheshvan. All the traditional editions for Rosh Chodesh. Yalav Half Halel, Special Torah Reading, Musaf Baruch all these special editions for Rosh Chodesh. Keep that in mind. Also, one of the campaigns that our friends at Artscroll made me aware of and subsequently, I've been using the opportunity to make everybody out there aware of is this campaign um, led by Rabbi Shai Graucher, Dedi's son, by Shai Graucher, who, of course, is a, is a wonderful author with our friends at Arts Scroll. They've raised over, uh, almost, I should say, a million and a half dollars in their current campaign for the Klal Yisrael Foundation Chesed, Av, Chesed Verachamim campaign. Now... Those of you who have not yet gone to the site, if you haven't gone to the page yet, uh, they are providing meals for Army bases. They are providing basics for families who have been forced to relocate. Uh, they're providing food for Shiva homes of terror victims, and there are too many of those. Um, they are f- supporting terror victims through a family fund. They are um, they are providing equipment for soldiers um, and necessities for soldiers, and they know how to distribute them. They are doing quite a job at it, and the videos are online for you to check out and to see exactly what they're doing. That's why so many people, uh, including people on this side of the world who are 6,000 miles away and you know, can never be 100% sure about what's going on, one of the reasons so many leaders have been so into this, um, into this campaign is because of the way they, they've been handling it. Uh, getting anything and everything in terms of what people need, distributing it uh, through a network of volunteers, which is just remarkable. Um, and here is the web address so you can go and give to the campaign and you can go and see the information and in the videos about the campaign. It's uh, charity.com, that's C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com. Again, charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com slash chesed virachamim. That's charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash chesed with two S's, virachamim, V-R-A-C-H-A-M-I-M. Chesed with two S's, virachamim, V-R-A-C-H-A-M-I-M. JM in the AM, it's a Monday morning broadcast. One of the things I noticed over the last couple of days is that the listener Sina had sent us a message This must have been done, let's see, when was it? I'm assuming this was done sometime, uh, either right before or right after the last days of Yom Tov. Um, She writes, a big shout out to my granddaughter, Tehila Gifter of Staten Island, whose 14th birthday is today. Isru Chag, she meant Monday a week ago. Tehila, was beyond wonderful spending sukkahs with you and your family, wishing you an absolutely fabulous day and looking forward to the continuous nachas you always provide. And, you know, I will always love you to the moon and back with much love from Bubs. We know, of course, as listener Sina, and I think at this point she's already back in Florida, believe it or not. So, (laughs) uh, some time has passed, but we are catching up on things to say the least. And and that was uh, among the things I wanted to make sure to catch up on. More coming up. It is a Monday morning edition of J.M. and A.M. We'll be checking in with our friends from Israel uh, in just a few minutes here at J.M. and A.M. And to continue to pray for our soldiers on the front lines, I received yet another message from a soldier uh, who is in a very um, difficult, dangerous situation. It's amazing these days uh, about the people that can be in touch with you from where they are in these delicate situations because of uh, WhatsApp and texting, etc. Um, and that's how they describe it. As much as morale is up and as much as the, uh, as the love that the Jewish people around the world is being felt by our Israeli soldiers, they're obviously in a very, very difficult situation right now. And we need to continue to pray for them here at, um, uh, at day number, what is today? Day number nine of the war? So we need to continue to pray for them. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, our Benji Kramer with the words, Yisrael. What is it? What is this paragraph that we keep saying when we gather to Davim, when we gather for Tehillim sessions? What are these words? Why are they so powerful? and Why is it important that we know what they mean so that it will give us even more concentration, even more insight and depth into what we are saying? He'll explain at 9 a.m. this morning with our May, May Ear Me Limbs segment right here at JM in the AM.
7: Veya de no céu só anesharim kol pamonim ve halav filot A God shall <laughs> lechashirim, umitoch li bibokot, yo tzod la <laughs> ren milim, vetiftach li shereim, bina drachim tzaliot makom.
0: J.M. and the A.M. with Anenu done by uh, Ari Goldwag. Before that, the, um, the selection from uh, Yoni Z. Anenu here at J.M. and the A.M. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. and the A.M. That's right. Don't be fooled by some of the music. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. and the A.M. As um, we remind everybody that uh, all the traditional editions for Rosh Chodesh should be utilized, including Yalovyvo, Half Hallel, Special Torah reading Mosef Baruch Baruchinavshi. Today is the very first day of Maracheshv on the second day of Rosh Chodesh, and a good Chodesh to all, of course, from all of us here at JMN. Let's hope that the 199 hostages are brought home safely soon. Let us hope and pray. We could use that, that's for sure. Uh, a lot of you, uni- by the way, a lot of unique uh, ways to support. Israel at this time and we'll we'll go through some of the events that are upcoming um, but again, uh, when your community plans a tefillah or a, a Tehillim gathering or some type of unique event, uh, let us know about it, let us know about it uh, get it over to us, Nahum at com. Nahum at com. I also have to thank uh, Chaya, who just let us know that her Kushner High School students learned how to craft formal letters and wrote to President Biden in support of Israel. All you have to do, and by the way, this is on the app. It's in the comment section of the app. So if you're a principal or a teacher or a rebbe or a shul rabbi listening right now, it's literally in the comment section of the app right now. Go to WhiteHouse.gov, click on Menu, Click on the contact tab, fill out the fields, insert the letter, and hit send. That is it. Am Yisrael Chai. That is correct. Am Yisrael Chai. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Zechnishmas Arav Zeben Rishavalevi, Zechnishmas Esther Basrvi
8: Rishavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning, Ezra Soifer came to Eretz Yisrael in the beginning of Bayishani. He had forty-two thousand people together with him. The Matzav Ruchani, the spiritual situation in Eretz Yisrael, was not good. The people were distanced from Hashem. There was intermarriage, and they were also Mechal Shabbos. On Rosh Hashanah, they came to Ezra. They cried about their Matzav, and Ezra said to them, Hayom Kadosh Hu l'ashem. Today it's sacred for Hashem. Alti V'altivku, don't mourn and don't weep. L'chu ichlu mashmanim Go and eat rich foods and drink sweet beverages. This is strange. Is this what Ezra should answer them? They're crying about their matsav ruchani, their spiritual situation, and he tells them, "Don't cry. Just go eat and drink and be happy." It seems to be the opposite. It seems that they should cry. It's proper to cry. Why was he mora Why did he give the instruction to stop crying and to rejoice and to partake in the Suda? The answer is that they were crying on Rosh Hashanah. This sadness broke their heart. It was a time of Ramos of great spiritual heights, That was them to return to Hashem. It inspired them. At that moment, everything turned to good. They were privileged to accept a new heart, a new spirit. That's the reason they should stop crying and be besimcha to eat and drink and to rejoice. In one moment, a person can change everything. That is the koach of tshuva. It's the chance to change a person's life. La <laughs> chayim, to change our life from one extreme to the other. A person who might be on the lowest Madrega can climb to the highest heights. Right now, Klau Yisrael can use all the schuyas, all the merits that we could possibly put together. Each one of us should try to and do a little bit tshuva, to try and reach a higher level in spirituality in Ruchnias. It certainly will help the greater picture. We are mispalel every day that Hashem Yisparach will help us to defeat the enemy and to bring about a real and an everlasting peace. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Bissoros Tabas, Yeshua's Velechamos.
1: Nikomaikho, 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 no, you're see, so you Come you all God are the Come my home, come my honey door back, are you No, you're all seeing life, I say, feller. No, you're all seeing life, say, No, you're say. Safe my i and you
0: JM in the AM with that Micha Mocha selection off of the Shalshalis collection, the uh, most recent one here at JM in the AM. Our good friend Sivan Rahav Meir is, of course, in Israel. She is a well-known author, columnist, reporter. Um, the uh, uniqueness about uh, her career is um, that she is Orthodox and certainly well-known, respected, and has her pulse on the entire of Israel society, and she is with us live via telephone on this Monday here at JM in the AM. Sivan Rahav Meir, Shalom, welcome back to JM in the AM.
9: Shalom, Shalom, Nachum. Sorry, it's good to be with you and to speak uh, from Yerushalayim.
0: Um, We know what it was like or at least one can one can imagine what it was like um, the uh, the government and the uh, military and the intelligence of the state of Israel being caught off guard and being shocked by this terrible episode of last week, which has begun this war. How would you describe Israeli society in general and their reaction to this terrible shock that has occurred?
9: Wow, exactly the opposite, you're right, they were caught uh, off, right? In a way, yeah, it's embarrassing as an Israeli, it's a failure, it's something we in Hebrew called Fadicha or Fashla, that slang, it's a tragic mistake, something happened here, and there will be, you know, we will investigate it, but this week, we're starting the second week of this operation, this war, completely different Attitude, completely different perspective We were really embarrassed and sad And devastated You know, after Semchat Torah The first week was awful Now, you know, I just finished I, I went to one of the hotels here in Yerushalayim To meet the people of Zderot. I was there for two hours Nachum, The spirit, the unity The, the things you see, the, the strength The belief, in a way I think um, it's, it's hard to say That our situation was never better but if if you look at the the atmosphere in Israel, by the way, in the Jewish world, I can't even imagine. You know, someone told me that this today. I think it's the the highest level of unity of achdut we've ever reached. Because in the past, you know, there was no Zoom in Babylon, there was no uh, WhatsApp in Rome. Now, thanks to technology, we're so connected. Millions of Jews. You know, it's not the first. And not the last interview or Zoom or lecture I do. Yesterday we did a big project with with friends. Tonight we have something with nefesh ben nefesh with English speakers and in Hebrew all the time. I feel the the Jewish heart in a way, the the the, the pulse in a way. It's 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 we're united. We're united, and uh, we need to. We still have a lot of you know uh, things to do <laughs> regarding Hamas, regarding the situation in the Middle East. But in a way, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we now know who we are. And I think never before, I mean, when I look at, you know, you see the spark. People, you see the spark in their eyes. It's You see the tears, but you also see the spark.
0: Sivan Rahav Meir is with us live from Israel. Yeah, I mean, look, I mentioned earlier the, the fact that I have friends who are texting me on the border telling me about how they're about to go into Gaza is unbelievable but certainly as you just said uh, on so many different levels it keeps us connected in this era of technology like never before. Sivan is there look you're well connected in addition to understanding the spirit of the people and visiting those who've been displaced etc you have a role as a serious journalist in Israel Is, is, is there and I know there's always hope but we're trying to get a perspective on the 199 hostages Uh, Do you get the feeling? Is anybody reporting about whether there is, in fact, some hope that the Israeli military could actually bring them home alive?
9: I'm not sure the Israeli military will bring them home. Israel will bring them home. I'm not sure it will be a military operation. It's complicated. They're not at the same place. We don't know, you know, where exactly are they located? Are they alive? The situation is we do not forget them. I keep talking. I interview, you know, I host shows here day and night. Uh, Israeli TV works 24, unfortunately 24-7. I work 24-6. So I host shows, I interview parents, uh, you see the pictures. They became Israeli heroes. You see their pictures also in London and, and, and Paris and Times Square. OK, they're kidnapped and we want them back home. It's a un by the way, our uh, ambassador, Gilad Erdan, with the things he does at, at the UN, you know, with, I think in a way uh, the world under, understands the story. I listened to Joe Biden, three spe- speeches already. Zionist Jewish speeches I mean, pro-Israel It was really the text The things he said So empowering So uplifting So uh, I don't think someone forgets You know, almost 200 young people By the way, not just young people We have grandmothers there yeah. And we have babies yeah. So for sure, this problem will not be forgotten And it will be solved Bezrat Hashem. The real problem is it's, it, I, I, you know, I do not ignore this issue the real problem is will millions of israelis live in peace in Beersheba in Sderot in the uh, all the kibbutzim in the villages next to Gaza that's the real question i mean and and uh, i think things must i mean situation must be different things will 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 have to be changed completely, completely.
0: We've been told by Israeli leaders on prior occasions that this is it, we're going to eliminate Hamas. It does sound like the prime minister and others are speaking much more strongly than the other times. Are you getting the feeling that there really will be a practical elimination of the entire Hamas operation from Gaza?
9: I also listen, Nachum, to the same words. Will, did they say eliminate? Did they say, you know, what, what, the, the phrases, the nuances? Um... I just, as I said, I spoke to the people of Zerot yesterday and also today, and I'm now on my way to a different hotel. You know, there are thousands of people uh, from the south. They all, uh, um, temporary, they're all here in Yerushalayim, in different hotels. All they say is we want peace. I don't know if we need to uh, just eliminate, determine it, or just make them know they will never, you know, they'll never do it again. I don't know exactly that what will be the practical solution. They need a solution it's a crucial question you know about about the for the jewish world i mean we can't give up we must build the, all those villages all those small places by the way i urge your listeners <laughs> they're invited i think we will see people coming just to live uh, in this, we, we call it Otef Aza, you know, the Gaza envelope. That's an ugly name. I, I we, we need to find a better name in the future. But I think people will, will come and live there. It's going to be, you know, a story we're going to share with the world. They're going to rebuild the places. I just spoke to them, to the teachers, uh, the mayors, they want to... They, they, um, Nobody's gonna, you know, the, the picture we'll see in ten or twenty years in this area will be green. When I know it's black today, and also red, you know, blood, and and all you see is ashes. It's it's gonna be completely different different in ten years in a way. That's the Jewish world's mission a mutual mission together it's not just donating and sending money and thank you for that i know uh about all the all the support you know from jews abroad it's more than that it's the the re the story of you know of of yeah of of um Coming, coming back to our homeland, you know, it's a, writing a new chapter in, in our history.
0: Sivan Rahav Meir is with us. All right, now on this side of the world, because I would imagine with your familiarity with Jewish communities, large and small in North America, there are people in Israel probably asking you about all these efforts that are going on and what the communities here are like. Are they really this devoted to Israel? Are they really this into what's happening uh, here in Israel in terms of the war? Um, are you able to share... Share with people in Israel and with your viewers and listeners how dedicated some Jewish communities are in North America to the cause of the survival and the thriving of Israel. I'm sure at this point you're very familiar with so many efforts that are going on on this side of the world to help benefit Israel and the Israeli army.
9: For sure, for sure, yeah I interview people, I post things I, By the way, I speak to them on Zoom almost every day For sure But I want to tell you something, Nahum Your listeners, I know they support Israel I think this is the perfect timing For Jews who are unaffiliated You know, it happened after 67 or 73 They need to ask themselves deep questions I already hear the voices from I'll give you an example from Yale University Or University of Columbia Where people thought they can really like they're Jews, but they also support the Palestinians. They're pro BDS, pro Hamas, you know. For the first time, it's, it's crystal clear right or wrong, black and white, true or false. You know, we just read on Parashat Bereshit, Or in Choshech there's light and there's darkness. Choose. You cannot support both. There are no two. It's, it's not a complicated question. Who are you? Okay. And I think for the first time, Jews will, are already asking themselves, okay, for sure they want to be identified with the with story of success of, of Israel and open Jewish democracy and not with Hamas. ISIS, Nazi regime, okay, in a way, for the first time, maybe, maybe millions of our brothers and sisters abroad, uh, you know, maybe you'll have more listeners, they don't know, there's (laughs) nothing, they're not so into it, into the Jewish world, they're not so from uh, yet, I believe it's going to be, there is an an opportunity here to create this kind of, of, you know, Jewish identity, because for the first time, really, the question is, Is so obvious, you know,
0: but you know how much work that's going to take on the college campuses. I'm sure you've heard and you've seen about how many uh, Jewish people, Jewish students are involved uh, in, uh, you know, the other side, so to speak, and are are very sympathetic uh, to the enemy and those who live with the enemy. And that's going to be it's going to be a tough job to get them to understand what side of history they should be on. But I guess you're right that we have no choice but to make that effort.
9: They have, the, the, you know, they have an opportunity to be on the right side of history. It's not hard. You know, all the leaders, wherever you look, France, London, Austria, wherever you, Germany, the United States, the whole world, you know, understands. I, I, unfortunately, sometimes our brothers and sisters are, are confused. So maybe, <laughs> as I said, maybe that's the right time to reach out and give them the, the basic key roof of just helping them understand who they are. By the way, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs was born, in a way, after 67, for the first time. He wanted to be identified with this tiny Jewish state. He was interested in Jewish identity, thanks to the things that happened uh, globally during the year 67. So maybe the next Jonathan Sachs is now on campus for the first time, he sees what Hamas is all about, he understands what the Jewish state is all about, and he'll be reborn now, there's an opportunity, it's in the air, and they're more than welcomed. 100%.
0: Sivan, two more quick things. Uh, I, I would assume in addition to everything you're doing in Israel, I assume just like over the last couple of years, people are asking you to speak to schools and speak to synagogues and groups here in the United States. Well, and, and I understand that based on what you've told us already this morning, we basically understand your message. But say it clearly to us in, in a couple of sentences. What is it that you are conveying to the American Jewish community, especially our community, those that are involved and that already are Zionists and Israel lovers? What are you telling us at this time?
9: Wow So first of all Nahum Thank you Because I am uh, A bit confused There are so many schools And schools And organizations If someone wants to Organize something You know I, I can do it Even on a daily basis But for a few schools Together I, I don't know why Jews cannot be More you know uh, Organized Seriously I have so many Videos clips. I, I want the, the teenagers To, to see But uh, I'm really Looking for someone To make sure All the schools Will do it together from my house In Yushalayim I will show them A daily You know and the information, the videos, the, th- the inspiring things they have to see Because they're only 24 hours a day And I can't really um, meet all the schools and all the communities That's one Two, I think uh, when the world in a way When everything is shaking and not so stable Let's look at the basic fundamental values The world stands, you know, it, it, it exists Because of three things Torah, Avodah, meaning prayer, Tfilah, and Milut Chassidim, strengthen, you know, people are, they have all those projects and those questions and they want to, Baruch Hashem and Be'zrat Hashem, you can, you know, you can come with new ideas, it's okay to, to come up with new idea, ideas, but our ancestors, uh, they, they tell us, Torah, whenever you learn, you, you, you're, you are our iron dome. When you sit in Tinek or Five Towns, now, Relaxed and learn Torah. I want to thank you for that. You're sending us, that's your support because we are not here. We hardly learn. You know, my husband learns the daf. It's like so hard to to focus. You know, the alarms and everything. So, really, the world's upside down here. So thank you for your Torah and for your tefillah. I know how many things you do there when it comes to davening, tehillim. And thank you for your chesed, the, the things you send, charity, uh, the donations. So I, I truly believe that's the first message. We have, you know, we have a map. We have a compass. We don't have to make up to invent, you know, just it's maybe it's boring. People want a new, new attractions. They want to do new things. Okay. But first of all, so that's what my the basic message. I'm sorry if it's boring. I think it's the truth. Torah, Avodah, and thank you for every second, every minute, every chapter of Tehillim you're going to say today. Thank you. In, in, really in the name of the, the State of Israel we thank you <laughs>
0: no it's not boring at all we need these words of encouragement and and lastly Sivan uh, you said it's an upside down. you know things are upside down it must be very difficult to navigate life especially for so many who've been displaced from the south as you described before nonetheless you said the morale in that hotel and the morale among those who come from the small towns of the of the uh, of, of the southern part of Israel and the morale of the Israeli army we see the videos we we get the words of encouragement from the soldiers and see the way they're dancing and enjoying life knowing that they're about to go in uh, on this very serious operation with, with with all of this what is it about netzach israel that gives the jewish people especially in israel this incredible and amazing hope and joy for the future
9: <laughs> i think it's called maybe the prophet Hezkel, he says this twice he sees us, you know, uh, basically wounded, dead, he sees the blood, and he says, out of your blood you will live, unfortunately we needed this uh, reminder, because we were fighting here so much for for years, five elections in three years, and one year of demonstrations, and now unfortunately we needed, uh, but let's uh, you know, take care of the the end of the, the the verse, the pasuk. We need to live as proud, engaged, devoted Jews. We need to know who we are to strengthen our Jewish identity. And I think you see it everywhere. It, it happens. It's 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 in the air. Bezrat Hashem.
0: Bezrat Hashem.
9: By the way, by the way, Nahum, my yes. husband is wants me to ask Yadidia what is the the uh, the the best song for this? Period for this war, <laughs> he says. You'll know. You know, chizuk, I, he wants your chizuk, your song. Well, for, your song.
0: Tell tell you did you that he's amazing, and and I take that as a big compliment. But you know what we've been playing this morning because I feel he is one of the best unifiers of the Jewish people, Yehoram Gaon, and we have a recording that he just made recently of Achenu Kol Beit Yisrael. So I think that anybody who appeals to all Jews of all backgrounds, like you said, like Yehoram Gaon, who we took. To To Paris back in 2015 because we knew he would appeal to every type of Jew, for him to sing Achenu Kol Yisrael, a prayer that all of us are saying every time we say Tehillim and every time we end Davening and every time we want to make sure to make a special prayer for our brothers and sisters who are in danger, to me that right now is the most important
9: song. Ah, oh, beautiful. I'll tell him. Okay. <laughs> In front of MBD Freed, you I'm gone. Also great. Yoffi.
0: <laughs> uh, look, they're they're all unifiers, but there's something about him because <laughs> because Jews of all backgrounds love him. So as you said, exactly. as, as you say, we, exactly. we have to appeal to everybody now. Sivan, I know how busy you are. Kolaka, vote for everything. Thanks. Your words of inspiration were very necessary for us. todaraba Thank
9: you. Thank you. Goodbye, S-
0: S- Sivan Rahav Meir out of Ushalayan. Very inspiring words. You're listening to a Rosh Chodesh morning Monday at J.M. in the A.M. of uh, Benny Friedman's Amistral Yisrael Chai, which was recently released. Recently, I think, like, in the last day, uh, frankly. And uh, there he is at JM in the AM. It is a Monday morning broadcast, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. All different types of ways to help Israel. And I want to thank Chef Barre, who made us aware of something that's happening a week from tonight. Um... <laughs> I'm laughing only because, you know, our brothers and sisters, I'm getting texts from people on the front lines who literally are about to go into Gaza. Um, and at the same time, our job is literally to go have a good time and support a good cause. Uh, what I have in mind? I have in mind a week from tonight when, uh, when our friends at, uh, at Ram Caterers are um, holding this benefit for grilling for IDF. It'll be at the Old Westbury Hebrew Congregation starting at 6 p.m. a week from tonight. It's $360 admission. It's all going to, um, to the cause. It's all going to, uh, uh, to grilling for IDF. And they're going to have uh, dinner, bourbon tasting, handmade premium cigars, raffles, uh, literally. And um, door prizes, a whole thing. And also, all we have to do is go to events like this and support good causes while our brothers, and obviously Davin and uh, study Torah the way that um, Sivan Rahav Meir just described. Uh, but this, we get an opportunity to do this sometimes and to support a good cause. So those of you out there who are on my Facebook page, go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel, you will see the information there. And if you want the information, just text me or email me or get in touch with Chef Barret over at Old Westbury Ram Caterers. Uh, it's a week from tonight, so just time, but to try to register and try to uh, uh, be there a week from tonight to enjoy and to show support for a, an organization that we are, I mean, they were on Friday morning show. That's how much we <laughs> love grilling for IDF, because we feel they're not only giving important meals to soldiers, they are literally, uh, they're literally giving an amazing a mor- morale boost to so many which is incredible. Mazel tov to Moshe and E.T. Prizerovich and big sister Gabriella on the birth of a baby boy. Mazel tov to grandparents Mrs. Zelda Kurtz and the Prizerovichs and great-grandmother Mrs. Rivka Ash of Borough Park, Brooklyn. Aside from many accomplishments, E.T. Prizerovich is the person who found Rocky for her uncle Shlymy. Now I can't get into detail about that, but trust me, being familiar with that situation, I know that that is a very big deal. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and alchomsigil.com, on the Nalchomsigil Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We're going to go to that, Yehoram Ge'on Acheinu, and then Ariel Kahana is scheduled to join us in the next couple of minutes from Israel, uh, here at JM in the AM. Amen
2: <laughs> Achenu <speaking> kolbeit <in> Israel Antonin <speaking> in Uvashivya Sara und waschia Ha und die me bei ba jam und col israel hier tinha luz rara levava um le orar o bugud Rei amén.
0: a.m. and the a.m. there it and is don't forget in less than an hour um rabbi benji kramer is going to do a me year lim segment nine o'clock this morning eastern time rabbi benji kramer may hear lim on the words what is it what is this paragraph that we keep saying um every time we say to every time we uh want to pray for our brothers and sisters. What is it that we are saying? He will explain all of it coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. We're encouraging uh, school st- uh, teachers and rabbis of congregations. Use, utilize the segment. You can get it from Avrami AF at NachumSigl.com. Utilize the segment to educate our congregants and our students about it as well. Ariel Kahana is with us live via telephone. He's senior diplomatic correspondent for Yisrael Hayom has joined us on many occasions in the past to analyze what's going on never expected to speak with him under these circumstances ariel kahana welcome back to jm in the am
10: Shalom yes as well i never could imagine we would be talking one to each other under such a horrible uh, war actually there is no other world. To define what we are going through here in uh, in israel you
0: know obviously you and i have not spoken yet on the air since the war began can you describe the and i'm not looking for analysis or blame or anything but can you describe the surprise the shock that that not only israeli government officials and intelligence had but the average person in israel can you describe this shock that they went through uh, last shabbat in israel
10: Yes, and actually, actually, Nacho, we are still going through it because it's not only the unbelievable number of probably about 1,500 1, murderers, uh, casualties in, on, on our side. It's uh, hundreds of soldiers who gave their life to save others. It's in some cases families who lost more than one person um, and, and in some cases, in the kibbutzim near, near Gaza, it's uh, actually families that disappeared, like the Holocaust. You have a full family that everyone were killed, or kidnapped, or half and half. Uh, actually, actually, it's 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 events that that are really, I mean, are over any imagination. I mean, I, I will tell you, uh, even someone like me, which I would say I'm a little bit, I was always a little bit pessimistic. I definitely was afraid. Of a scenario that uh, someone, whether it's Hezbollah or Hamas, will attack us. I never, never could imagine we will we will suffer such horrible attack. I mean, I could imagine about let's say 200 casualties. That's the the, the worst I could think about. Nothing, nothing uh, uh, which is close to what we are going through. Everybody are under a shock definitely. Many families, <clears throat> including uh, more than one. Um, and more than two that I know that lost their sons in the war. And, uh, and uh, many of my friends, I mean, I'm a little bit old for that, but many of my friends were called to miluim to reserve, uh, whether some of them are in the north, some in the south, preparing, training and just um, to and, and
0: just to put some of these numbers mm-hmm. just to put some of these numbers in perspective because uh, as you're pointing it out I'm saying to myself that, th- that this hasn't even hit us they're talking about 345 soldiers and uh, police officials that's 345. We know about the 260 plus that were murdered uh, at the music festival. Obviously now uh, 199 people are being held according to the latest statistics by Hamas and those people we are presuming please god are still alive. So those are not obviously uh, in the count of those who have been murdered, but it, if you if you if you deal with the numbers and just think about it for a moment, I mean we're talking about likely um seven, eight, nine hundred people who were murdered in the kibbutzim and small towns along the south, right? Once you take away the numbers of, of military personnel who've been killed. Correct. JM in the AM on a Monday morning broadcast. It is Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. And, uh... we are speaking with uh, ariel kahana ariel kahana is a uh, senior military correspondent for Yisrael hayom he's with us live via telephone from israel uh, ariel before we were interrupted i was saying that if you take away these uh, i mean take away if you consider the numbers of um, military personnel police officers uh, public safety officials who were killed. That's obviously in the hundreds. We're talking about three, four hundred people. But, uh, but with the death toll where it is, we're talking about six, seven, eight hundred people who were murdered in the small towns along the south in the villages in Kibbutzim uh, that are there along the Gaza border. It's, it's almost unfathomable uh, when you think of Israel's population that we're talking about that type of number of those who are murdered by the enemy.
10: Yes, you're very right. We actually, I think, even in the independence war, but definitely since then, we never had any event which is even close to that. I mean, Yom Kippur war, you had about uh, uh, 3,000 soldiers who who were killed, but not civilians. And you never had uh, actually um, part of the country, part of the land that was. Attacked again a civilian part that was attacked by an army or by, or by a terror organization. It doesn't matter. You you have Nahum. You have Nahum. Really uh, unbelievable numbers. For I mean, they're saying in Beeri in the kibbutz of Beeri, about hundred people who were killed. Hundred people just in one kibbutz. I saw someone saying today that ten percent of the kibbutzim in the Moshavim nearby Gaza, ten uh. percent of the population was killed uh, actually murdered slaughtered or kidnapped you, I mean the numbers the numbers are, are, are cannot say cannot say um what it really is because it's, because it's much much more than the numbers and I'm sure you and your listeners know you know about their their unbelievable violence which you know even even if it's war if even even if you kill I mean Really, it's 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 almost cannibalism, really. I mean, just they didn't eat the bodies, but they did everything before that. Yeah, everything it is, uh, and, and I and I don't want to go to 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 uh, details. And I don't
0: have to tell you yeah. that it's a, that it it, it it it's impossible for for moral people with values to even understand it. I mean, it's it's impossible to even believe it. Um, where is your reporting taken you over the last week uh, did you go down south at all did you spend any time with soldiers uh, wh- did you see any of the people who've been displaced uh, from the uh, from from the south uh, are, are you are you assigned to literally you know just report from your office uh, you know at your usual home base what what has been happening with you over the last few days
10: so, uh, so uh, first of all I <laughs> Sorry, I was helping a little bit. My place, Gavabinyamin, in the beginning with doing some guards, and uh, and I'm now I'm putting my gun, which I uh, my pistol actually, which I was not used to go with, uh, and and I have some responsibility, personal responsibility here in, in Geva Benjamin. Um and I did again here some other stuff.
0: So you are in Miluim, uh, even if you're not a Miluim, you're, yeah, st- you're still not in Miluim. Yeah, normally. Yeah,
10: because because you know what? now because it takes me to another very huge, important point, and that is that although the shock as we as we were talking about is unbelievable, at the same time, you have an unbelievable Achdut Israel again, which the same we couldn't believe, and and you know very well what kind of a year we had last year. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we have to have such horrible war to, to unite again. Um, but everybody, everybody are, are, are cooperating. Everybody are, are helping one each other. doesn't matter right or left, religious, unreligious, Arabs, Jews, uh women, men, whatever you want. Everybody are helping one each other. Um and and, and, that, and that actually brings them out because you were asking me about the, the reserve forces so I could not yeah. go go and see them but I do talk with them by phone uh, including some family members and uh, over there I mean with the soldiers the morale is very very high very high they, it's not only the, the, they are ready for war they want the war and the, and the people want a war to bring a victory. Again, it's there is there is not and, and you know very well uh, how 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 usually Israel is uh, you know we, we have disagreements not in this case in this case it's the United Nations w- which wants a huge victory over Hamas and actually maybe over Hezbollah as well and and everyone wants the army to go and win and actually revenge as well so so at the same time although the, the shock. The, the morale. Uh, at the same time, I mean, everybody are very sad, very, very, very sad. But at the same time, feel we have the power, we have the strength, and we will win because everybody again agree we have no other choice.
0: That's uh, that's the interesting thing about the people of Israel, the soldiers. I, 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 to an extent, I'd love to extend it to all Jews around the world. But there's something unique, obviously, about those who are serving. We're getting, as I said before, we're getting text messages. From, from people who are on the front lines, I mean, people who are telling me they're about to go into Gaza, and I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means they're about to go in, meaning that they're participating in certain operations or if they'll be in the full-blown um, offensive. I don't know what any of this means, obviously, and they wouldn't tell me that, but, but they are saying to me in the same text how, how friends of theirs have been murdered by the enemy. Friends of theirs have been murdered. Shiva is happening now. For those, or just ending now, for those who have been murdered of who are friends of theirs, and at the same time morale could not be higher. There cannot be a greater spirit to go and defeat the enemy. And you know, I, I think that's unique. I think that's unique to Israel. I think it's unique to the Jewish people. With all the suffering of the last week, um, there is a spirit that is uh, that is unmatched. And and it sounds like you're picking up the same type of. Avira, the same type of atmosphere that we're picking up from 6,000 miles away.
10: Yes, you're right. Uh, and, and your English describes it better than mine. But <laughs> I'll, I'll give you just two, two examples. I mean, I don't know if you heard about that. You have a father who lost his son. And he knew on the first moment and during Simchat Torah, he lost his son. Although that happened, he took his gun and went to the front to fight the Hamas uh, uh, terrorists. Yeah. He killed some of them. He went to the Leviah and then to the Shiva and immediately after the Shiva he came back to fight. Yeah. That's just one of hundreds of heroic stories. And I'm telling you, I mean, you can take all the heroic stories since Israel was established until today. You have all of them in this last week. And another story from, from last night, just, you know, I would say it's a small one. You have a soldier He had uh, he should have been uh, getting married yesterday night from the front near Gaza. He went to get married. And this morning he and his father will go back uh, uh, to the front to preparing to to the war. So those are just two examples to the atmosphere, as as you said, uh, because when again, we know we know we must fight. We have no other choice.
0: Ariel, I have to ask you just a couple of technical things. I mean, believe me, discussing the morale and the spirit is so important, and and we hope that Jews outside of Israel uh, will continue to send positive messages to our soldiers and do things that are uh, of importance, whether it be prayer, whether it be support via uh, financial means. Believe me, there are a lot of efforts going on here, as you know. Um, But but I got to ask you, I'm just so curious about some of the uh, uh, the aftermath of the um, government activities once this disaster happened. Was there ever a a um, was there ever any type of uh, of um, of uh, call for Netanyahu's resignation? Was there ever anybody after the Hag in the Israeli government who felt that the best thing for Israel right now? Uh, would be for him to take full responsibility and resign.
10: So before I get I get to that, Nahum, I just want to add to to the uh, to do list you gave, like uh, support Israel and money and 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 some stuff. I, I would say that fighting the social networks is extremely important. Yeah, I mean, each everyone who hear us and and has a Twitter account, a Facebook account, Instagram, whatever go and fight back because the other side is doing and actually supporting those this war crime and even the genocide crime uh, they did.
0: And it's a good opportunity to teach our children, who are very good at social media and very proficient at email, it's a great opportunity to teach them how to advocate for Israel.
10: Correct. And it's, extre- again, extremely important in, in, in this point of time. Now, at, at this moment, uh, Nahum, I think the consensus is... Uh, for Netanyahu not to resign uh, so far it looks he's handling the war okay um actually today they they began beginning some question marks because there was a report he was ready to to give some humanitarian aid uh, to Gaza and he was attacked by that uh, for that by by many including in his party but for now it looks he will keep being the prime minister you do have, I would say, in the uh, by this extre- uh, extreme uh, group, uh, hate hate group, uh, which is for years hates him, who do call him to go home. But um, but it, for now, when you and I are, are speaking now, it, it's very, very very tiny. But I do think that the coming days, the coming days will will. I mean, he will be judged according to the coming days. Uh, you know, people are a little bit coming out of the shock. Um, if, if he will not act as people like, expect him to act, so it might have some political uh, political resources. So
0: so it sounds like, and not to minimize what's been happening over the last week, and certainly not to minimize what our brothers and sisters went through in the tragedies, all the multiple tragedies of Shemini Atzeret, Zimchat Torah. But it sounds like the next week or two are going to be really, really critical and vital and important, and not just for Netanyahu's future. It sounds like the way you and other commentators are speaking, that the Jewish world and Zionists and Israel lovers better get prepared. This is going to be a rough next week or two. Would you say it that way?
10: I guess so. Look, I I, I don't know. Let's put it this way. At some point of time, the army, Tzahal, will go inside Gaza Strip to clean it, from terror, from terrorists, from Hamas, from all, all those who made those, those horrible crimes. Um, it, it's going to happen. I have no idea. And I, even if I knew, I wouldn't tell you uh, if it's going to happen tonight or two weeks from now. I don't know. We have to be patient. It's Everybody agree that before we send the troops inside, we have to bomb them as much as we can because it's clear when the soldiers will go inside, uh, those uh, Hamas people will wait for them and try to, to, to kill them. So as much as you kill more of them before, it's better. So we have to be patient ab- uh, about that. But at some point of time, you are right, we will go inside. We have no other choice because if we will not do that, if we will not do that, Hamas will come back and will fight us uh, back again. So um, so um, so that's what, that's what we, we, we have to do. Uh, and you are right. By saying that when the soldiers will go inside, it will probably not be so easy. Uh, we will probably have some more pain. But again, you know, soldiers, I mean, reserve soldiers are saying loud and clear. They're saying we are ready to pay the price because we have to protect the one and only Jewish state. You know, if if we have a if you have a minute, uh, Nahum, I I, w- I would like to tell you a, a personal story. Please. Um, all right. So, so so I was born two days before the Yom Kippur War, in 1973, and uh, my my mother actually was thrown out from Sharitze hospital hospital uh, in the end of Yom Kippur because to 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 um, have place for the one who is coming from from the front. Now. And and during last Sukkot, we you know we had we made some small uh, family event uh, to celebrate it, and I was telling my 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 kids that we are we are blessed we are fortunate to live in a period of time that there are no existential wars for Israel. We do have some operations from time to time. We have some challenges, but we don't have such giant uh, uh, wars as my father had and his generation I couldn't be more wrong as we all know now but um, but um, but but I'm telling you this story because everyone are, are, are united are united to reach the goal of victory in this war because people do see it as existential uh, threat for us. Yeah. Yeah. And they're ready to go and fight because, again, the Jews have no other choice.
0: You know, it, uh, you're, you remind me of what I said last week. I, I'm sure you heard it, Bibi's speech at the UN, and he was concentrating on AI and technology in Saudi Arabia and hop aboard now if you want to be part of this whole uh, new Middle East, etc. And I was very uncomfortable with it. I don't know what was bothering me about that speech. I sort of felt that he forgot what neighborhood he uh, he's in. And now we see what happens. We see that, yes, there is yeah. an ex, ex, existential war that's being fought now by Israel just a couple of weeks later. And uh, as much as we think the world is different, one thing we've learned is that, unfortunately, there's certain things about this world that are just the same. Are you getting any sense? You're very connected. You speak to a lot of people in government. Are you getting any indication that there that there's hope for the hostages that are being held. And I know no one's telling you secret uh, plans. I, I get that. But we, we know how difficult. You know, we, they, they, people talk about different hostages, hostage situations. In Entebbe, we knew where the hostages were. In Iran, they knew where the hostages were. This is a much more difficult situation. Are you getting an indication that, that nonetheless there's hope? And I don't mean hope in a spiritual way, but that there's hope uh, in a military way to, to secure the release of the hostages?
10: look um of i mean i'm sure and actually i kind of know that they're trying trying to collect any piece of, of information they can it looks like nahum that some and, and it's it is horrible as well that some of the uh, hostages are actually held hold not by hamas people by but by regular people in gaza yeah okay because you know people were taken to gaza and not and not not all the people who came from Gaza were uh, soldiers of Hamas. They were, I don't know, uh, the civilian is not the, the right word, but yeah, re- regular, people. regular people, Man. yes. So maybe some of them, it, it looks like some of them took some of, of, of our uh, citizens. So th- the effort now by the government is actually to, to bring a, a clear and trust picture how many people were taken, what are their names, because un, until this moment, it is not clear. We, we have, look, a, a, it goes to another very difficult issue. We have hundreds of people that were murdered, but it's, it is very difficult to identify them. Yeah. So, you, so you, and, and I will not go to details again. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say one sentence. Their, body, their bodies were were uh, uh, um, burned, and in some cases, not just burned. Yeah. Okay? So so as long as you do not identify some of the missing people, you do not know if they are dead or kidnapped. You see what I mean? Yep. Of it's course. One connected one issue connected to, to another. Of course. Very painful. Very, very, very painful. Um, but yeah. Yeah that's that's our reality.
0: Uh, Ariel Kahana, stay safe. Dash to all of our brothers and sisters in Aretz. And uh, when I get to Israel, we'll have a uh, a belated uh, birthday uh, coffee, me and you together, Bezrat Tovot. <laughs> Ariel Kahana, senior military correspondent, Yisrael Hayom, great friend of ours, and somebody who has a... Uh, the right perspective, as so many of our brothers and sisters in Israel do during these times. More coming up. I am honored to say that Harav Rav Yosef Tzvi Rimon, Rav Rimon himself, is scheduled to join us in the next couple of minutes here at JM in the AM. He's, of course, leading an incredible effort to get equipment to our soldiers in Israel. We'll explain all of that coming up right here at JM in the AM.
4: God only missed you, God only missed you, God only missed you, He is <laughs> giving me a chance to remember Yahole is a la Even the tohova,
0: Ah, Netzach Yisrael. We have to keep in mind Netzach Yisrael, to say the least. J.M. and the AM on a um, Monday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. and the AM. Uh, We've been mentioning that World Mizrahi has a Tsevet Peretz campaign, an emergency campaign to uh, raise life-saving funds to protect and care for our soldiers. Uh, for the merit of the speedy return of Daniel Shimon Ben-Sharon and the members of his tank crew who have not been heard, of, heard from, I should say, for, uh, since uh, Shmini Atzeret. Mizrahi.org slash Tsevet Perez. Mizrahi.org slash T-Z-E-V-E-T Perez, P-E-R-E-Z. And that's how you could donate. Rav Yosef Tzvi Rimon. It is an honor to have him with us live via telephone. He is coordinating the Mizrahi Sulamot uh, Rav Ramon's ceramic vest and equipment emergency campaign. Rav Rimon, who has uh, been involved in any—I mean, he, he's involved in every peaceful operation, also, but any emergency operation and campaign in the last twenty years, Rav Rimon has always been at the forefront. And he, of course, jumped right into action when 360,000 reservists were called up to the Israeli army. Rav Yosef Tzvi Rimon, an honor, a big kavod for us to welcome you back to J.M. The M. Shalom, shalom, Rav Rimon.
11: Shalom, shalom, Good to speak to you.
0: When things happen like this, when emergencies happen, whether it's the hit cut hit not cut or any other type of situation, the in disengagement or any other type of situation, you always quickly identify what it is that Jewish families and Jewish soldiers need. After this terrible tragedy of Shmini Atzeret, um, what did you discover right away about the needs? of the
11: reservists who are going
0: into the IDF?
11: So, in uh, Shemini I was answering all the time soldiers that were leaving and going uh, in battle, what to do, what to take with them, what not to take uh, with them, and I knew straight away that they are leaving in Yontev, they are leaving in emergency and they won't have Basic things; they won't have uh, even basic uh, clothing or, or uh, underwear, other things. They won't have. So I, straight away, I knew that we'll have a great need of of those basic things. So this was the beginning. Afterwards, I got telephone from soldiers, and then I went to visit them in the south, and then I spoke to generals in the army, and then I saw that there uh, are more needs. I saw that there are needs of uh, flashlights. Uh, I saw that there are needs of uh, things that are more important, like ceramic vests, like helmets. Now, I have to say, it's not that the army hasn't got. The army is prepared. Baruch Hashem, we have professional army. We have a good army. But an army always has... Uh, to decide has to decide what that he does with the money and how he shares it. So he needs to buy weapon. He needs to buy missiles. He needs to buy lots of other things that cost a lot of money. And then he says, "Okay, so the soldiers that are on the first line, they'll get ceramic uh, vests, and those the other soldiers will get regular vests. And they, but when a war like this comes, we want." to protect everyone in the highest level. And if we can get better things, so we want to get for them. So because of this, we started also searching after the vests and other things. And all this I'm doing all the time with the army to ask them exactly what you need, to who to bring it, and to bring them the right uh, equipment.
0: One of the things we've been emphasizing, and this is not to minimize any other effort. There are a lot of wonderful efforts, and as you know, plenty of people are involved in trying to get necessities and equipment to people in the Army. Uh, But because of what you just described, the system that you have in place, you're able to find out from the Army what the real needs are and where those needs are necessary, meaning which bases and which platoons, which plugoat need the equipment that you've been collecting. So uh, one of the reasons we are, uh, uh, ma- are are making people aware of this campaign is because they want their dollars to go uh, and be used as responsibly as possible. And Baruch Hashem, you're connected in a way where you know exactly what the needs of the soldiers are. Now you just uh, you just mentioned a few moments ago, Rav Rimon, that you're in touch with the soldiers. They a- they have been asking you Sheilot, They've been asking you for for psak and guidance since Shemini Atzeret. Obviously, you're speaking to some of them today and yesterday, over the last few days. What can you tell us about the soldiers? What can you tell us about their attitude? What can you tell us about their morale? What can you tell us about their preparedness to do what the Israeli military feels needs to be done?
11: So uh, I have to say, I'm with the soldiers a lot. And as you said, when I give them uh, the equipment and I try... Or to give it directly by myself, or to send the messengers that will come to the direct place that it won't go, you know, somewhere and won't get to the uh, to the soldiers that we want to give. But always when I'm with them, I see the soldiers, Baruch Hashem, full with motivation. They understand the mission. They understand that we have a, a wonderful army, and they understand. That only This is our country. This is our land. This is our nation, and we need to fight on it. And you see the soldiers that are ready, prepared. Also, if it's difficult and complicated, and lots of them have at home a wife and children, parents, they are going. They are fighting, and it's it's very exciting to see them. And I have to say something else: that it's not just that I see them that are prepared and they are ready. I see something very interesting. I go to give a speech to soldiers. Everyone comes, religious, non-religious, from, not from, observe, and doesn't matter, right, left, everyone is there. And after I give the, the speech, a few people come to get a hug and a bracha, and then all of them come, all of them. Religious, non religious, doesn't matter. Everyone is together. Everyone is like one close family. And uh, it's so touching to see Am Israel with love, with Ahdus. So, uh, if before we had quite a balagan of Ahdut, of Ahdus, at least now we can see, especially among the soldiers, but also, let's say, most of Am Israel together, and I think this is uh, very important for Siata Dishmaye that we can win this war.
0: So we were in a painful situation that brought disunity. Now we are in a very, very, very painful situation that's bringing true unity.
11: It's true, and you know, that uh, someone told me, so who said it's real unity, you know, because uh, maybe just because of the enemy. I told him, I want to tell him, maybe it's true that it's because of the enemy, but it's for thousands of years already. <laughs> thousands of years that we are like this, it means that we are really in unity. And sometimes people are, have uh, mixed up and they don't understand that Am Israel is really in Achdus. And this is the real face of Am Israel, not the face that we saw before.
0: What's being brought to the soldiers today? Is it vests? Is it helmets? Is there one thing that really dominates the list
11: of what they need at this moment? So this is a very important question because all the time, all the time we have to think and to change. It's a war. So all the time we have to think and to calculate again and again. So we brought, Baruch Hashem, thousands of uh, vests, thousands. We bought around 5,000. And it made a huge change, huge change in the army. And they brought lots of people. And then the army continuing what we started and we were trying to help them. Uh, but there are all the time new needs. One of the needs now is that we're buying drones, drones with cameras that uh, it's special war it's not a normal war right because lots of terrorists came to israel and when the soldiers are in the field if they have a drone they can and a good one it's not something simple good drones so they can see if something someone is hiding in the bushes in other places it's really um life-saving and because of this, this is one of the things that we are trying to buy. Every drone is between $10,000 to $30,000, depending on which, which quality. But we are, we know that there are lots of things that are so important, and no one would think about it before, because this is comes now from the field. So we are trying to buy lots of drones. And also other things that uh, some of them are connected they are similar like drones and some of them are entirely different if you know a soldier is in the, is in the field so the battery for his phone doesn't uh, keep we want him to be able to speak with his children, with his wife so to buy chargers that are uh, in battery, not in electricity, portable chargers, things like this. The, yes, uh, the things like this that in the beginning you, would say, you wouldn't think about it, but now we say we need good quality that it that are in the in the field that it will that you can charge few times, and also other personal needs and also uh, life-saving equipment. So we try all the time to see what we need. We speak with the generals, we speak with the soldiers. And then we try to, uh, to, to get it and to bring it to the right place. But it's all the, all the time, uh, it's, it's, it's are things that say, things that change. We're in a war.
0: And we're told that, yeah, we're, we're all right. And, and we're told that whenever you place an order for the protective equipment, even if the money is a little short, you know that the money is going to come from somewhere that the one above is going to provide. And Baruch Hashem, that has happened every time, right?
11: Yes. Look, till now uh, we we spent millions. Some of it we took as a loan uh, because we, we had no choice. And then we, we we try and we get more and we ask more. All the time it changes. But we know that uh, although the situation is challenging, it's not easy. Am Israel is together. Am Israel is going to help. Is not going to leave anyone. You see all the world that tries, the Jewish people are trying to do the best. And uh, I have to say something that uh, also to feel, you know, you see this war, of course it's terrible and we are praying and davening. but always we have to remember. For thousands of years, um, everyone, our enemy, tried going, tried to kill us everywhere all over the the world for thousands of years but there is a huge difference all those years we could not protect ourselves today we have a country strong country, we have a strong army we have the ability to, to protect ourselves we are not going to this war as something as if we are very low, we are going strong in redemption time, in geula we know Am Israel has this truth to see things that our parents could just dream on them for thousands of years. And we are here, and we know that we are going to win. And Am Israel together, so we'll see uh, lots of miracles also if it won't be uh, so easy.
0: To support the incredible work of Harav Yosef Tzvi Rimon, who, of course, again, in an emergency situation, is uh, leading. So many people, so many volunteers in helping uh, the soldiers and the families of Israel. Uh, you can go to Mizrahi.org slash Perez. That's T-Z-E-V-E-T-P-E-R-E-Z. Again, Mizrahi.org slash Perez. We continue to pray for the Peretz family with whom we are very close uh, with the situation they're going through, which is being duplicated too many times in Israel, and you could certainly get more information about Ravrimon's efforts and the incredible work that they are doing at sulamot.org. That's s-u-l-a-m-o-t.org. Again, sulamot.org, which gives you a, quite a description about Ravrimon's efforts. Your own community, Ravrimon. Are there are there plenty of uh, of members of your community that are now in the Israel Army Reserves?
11: In my community, there are 400. Uh, in Alon Shvut, Gush thousands. I'm the Rabbi of Gush Ju- so Just in Alon Shvut is 400 reservists? Just in Alon Shvut, it's 400. In my family, three son-in-laws, uh, everywhere. So it's uh, challenging. And uh, of course, uh, all the time we are helping soldiers, but we are also trying to see and to help and to see the situation with all the citizens in the South and the families of the soldiers to uh, give Simcha to the children and wife that the husband is in the army. There's so many circles that we have to take care. So we're working in you know, A group here. The focus now is on the soldiers, but also other things we mustn't forget. And, uh, and Bezat Hashem, every time we, we succeed to help another place here, another place there, and to see all the time, to think also on the immediate needs and, uh, and then on the uh, long term, because uh, we'll have to bring them Bezat Hashem back uh, to the right place that they can be again uh, happy and, uh, and on, the, on two feet.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, let us know how we could be of even more help. And, uh, and uh, Hakadosh Baruch, who is looking to see if we keep the Jewish family together um, at this time. Amen. Amen. Toda Amen tada,
11: tada for you and Todah for everyone that tries to help. It's uh, not just when I go to the soldiers, they see the things and they are so inspired to see that I'm Israeli with them. I tell them, yes, this is from America and from England. And so it gives them lots of chizuk to know that they are not alone. Bezerat Hashem. That Kodosh Baruch Hu is with us, of course.
0: Yeah, that's an understatement. Tadaraba Yosef Tzvi Rimon. many of you familiar with the efforts he has led over the last decades when it comes to emergency situations in Israel. This is an addition to his work during regular peacetime. Uh, and now, of course, he has stepped up the effort with his volunteers to a degree that's just remarkable. Uh, to support uh, uh, the campaign, go to Mizrahi.org slash Tsevet peres, which is, uh, again, in honor of the Paris family who is waiting for words since Mignat Seret about the fate of their son and his crew. And we are thinking constantly of our, her, her, of Doron Peretz, his wife and the uh, family. Again, that's Mizrahi.org slash Tsevet Perez, T-Z-E-V-E-T-P-E-R-E-Z. For information about Ravrimon's incredible work, both in this area and in general, you can go to the website, sulamot.org, S-U-L-A-M-O-T.org. No matter how you choose to help, all we ask is people to help as much as possible. More coming up. It is a Monday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning edition of j m in the a m
12: yeah
0: in the a.m. at uh, Shalom Jacobs with a uh, Achenu that was recorded over the weekend at one of the prayer services, one of the gatherings. J.M. in the a.m., good morning all, thanks for joining us. My thanks to all of our guests this morning, if you missed any of it, of course, you can go to the archive section, nachomsigel.com and on the NSN app, Uh, but to um, present a lineup like this today and discuss what's going on in Israel... We really feel connected, Baruch Hashem, and I hope that um, everybody's been inspired to to jump into action with all the different things that are uh, being discussed on this show today and every day at this point. I mentioned earlier that we have um, sponsors of this broadcast that have been uh, just remarkable in stepping up. I want to thank Seth Levitt and everybody at A&H for... Not, not just for the delicious salami we had at the Shabbos Bracious Kiddush under the leadership of Aaron Goldman. Not just for that, that delicious salami. Uh, but in addition, uh, they have been utilizing their social media space to uh, give positive messages about Israel and to support Israel. And to everybody that's been doing that, kolakavod. And again, a special thank you to A&H. Go to kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio for your 10% discount. Also, our friends at Art Scroll, you probably saw, have sent thousands of Gemara's Dafyomi editions, Meseches Kedushin, to the Israeli army for soldiers to be able to literally take the Gemara with them and study it when they have time, which is amazing. Uh, thank you to our friends at Artscroll. Go to artscroll.com Make sure to use promo code radio whenever you make a purchase. Again, go to artscroll.com, Make sure to use promo code radio for your... Um, for your um, discount and free shipping. Um, yeah. We've been mentioning, and our, actually it was our friends at Art Scroll who first made us aware of it, Rabbi Shai Graucher is uh, is spearheading an amazing campaign. uh Klaal Yisrael Foundation Chesed Verachamim campaign. If you haven't seen the videos yet, you got to go check out these videos. You have to check out these videos on the site. It's really amazing, the work that they're doing. Charity.com at C H A R I D Y. Charity.com slash Chesed Virachamim. Chesed with two S's. Virachamim. V R A C H A M I M. Chesed with two S's. Virachamim. V R A C H A M I M. Check it out. Coming up at nine o'clock, Roy Benji Kramer is going to be exploring what Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael, that amazing paragraph that we say every time we have a uh, prayer or tehillim gathering, every time we have a tehillim or prayer gathering, every time we have a uh, um, any concern that leads us to say tehillim in shul uh, or anywhere, we're always saying Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael, right? The paragraph of Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. What does that paragraph mean? We'd say it with even more... Uh, concentration and even more meaning uh, if we knew what it meant. So, right, Benji Kramer, about eight minutes from now, is going to explain what it means on May Ear Me Lim. All right, Benji Kramer, May Ear Me Lim coming up. And that'll be at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time right here after JM in the a.m. Again, right, Benji Kramer, May Ear Me Lim coming up on this bro- right after this broadcast. Uh, with Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. What is it that we are saying every time that we say that? Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. So I'll have that for you here at JM and the Am. Or I keep, I keep saying that right after JM and the Am. I'll have it for you right after JM and the Am. Um. Trying to see what else I wanted to uh mention. There is a um there was a rally yesterday. We, we keep talking about Tfila and and T'hillim gatherings which obviously are vital and important. Uh but there was a demonstration of support. First of all, kolakavod call 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 to those who went to Times Square on Friday. I couldn't that could not have been easy to stand there opposite a corner where 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 actual Jew hatred was being displayed in public, that could not have been easy. So a a a big kudos to those who went to Times Square of Shabbos to um to be part of the um of the Israel side of the demonstrators in Times Square. And someone asked me when the first time there was a pro Palestinian rally in Times Square. I'd love to know the answer to that question. What year was there was a the first time there was a pro Palestinian rally in New York? Uh, anyway, yesterday in Livingston, New Jersey, Kolakavod to all the schools and shuls, all the synagogues, all the congregations, all the uh, different groups and organizations in the Livingston, New Jersey uh, city and area. Livingston, New Jersey came through with a, um, with a rally for Israel yesterday that attracted thousands and as we can, and by the way, you know, we always talk about what's the uh, positive effect of these things, are they worthwhile, et cetera. I have seen unbelievable media coverage about that rally yesterday in Livingston because of the sheer numbers and because you know these are the types of stories that the news is looking for right now. So those of you who are wondering if it's a good idea to start planning uh, even for the next couple of days, uh, if it's a good idea to start planning um, uh, gatherings, of a demonstration, you know, pro-Israel, uh, like the one in Livingston yesterday, like the one in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey, on Thursday night. Uh, the answer is yes. The answer is uh, hop to it, get as many people involved as possible—Zionists, lovers of Israel, those from the Jewish and secular community who are uh, interested in in being part of uh, the good versus evil uh, campaign and demonstrating that they're there to support good. Uh, this is a good opportunity to do that. Speak with your public officials and uh, make sure to, um, to get those planned as soon as possible. Also, yesterday, or I should say Friday, was a day of rage, right? Friday was a, uh, uh, an announced day of rage against uh, all Jews, against all good people, etc. Um, th- there are police forces in this country that, um, went, look, I mean, to their credit, when they're prepared, it's amazing what they're able to accomplish and how they can keep the peace. Um, I mean, even when they're unprepared, they do a great job. But obviously, when they're prepared for something, they, they step it up like crazy. Any police force that sent police cars in this country to sit in front of schools on Friday and Shabbos, uh, any police force that, that increased their patrol in Jewish neighborhoods on Friday and Shabbos, any police force uh, that went ahead and protected um, Jewish buildings and noticeably Jewish places Friday and Shabbos, uh, please make sure to thank them. Please make sure um, rabbis, community leaders, um, schools, students, go to the precincts, go to the stations, uh, go to the, your um, law enforcement officials and just give them a big thank you. And that, mean, and that means also that mayors of cities also deserve a thank you. Obviously, President Biden, we still say, deserves a thank you for his reaction to everything. So whatever thank yous um, you can do, whether it's personally, whether it's sending gifts, whether it's sending letters, um, please make sure to take care of that today as well. Get those efforts started. Achene and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and Achim and the Achim Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Monday morning Rosh Chodesh here at JM in the AM. My thanks to Sivan Rahab Meir. My thanks to Ariel Kahana. My thanks to our Raviosef Yosef Tzvi Ramon. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Rabbi Benji Kramer is next with Meir Lim. He'll analyze Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael. If you want that segment, email Avrami, af.nachumsegel.com. Rabbis, teachers, principals, take this segment and teach our congregants and students what it is that we are saying, Achenu Kolbeit Yisrael, every time we say it. Um... Tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at six AM. Have a great Monday. Till tomorrow I'll go reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.